Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad. This is episode number 68. I am Eric Smith, and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez. Dustin, we're just one away. So stop it. Sometimes, sometimes, Eric. What's happening? Well, you know, um, I I realized today, as I said to you before we started the episode, that... um, I feel like I'm unable to take care of the kid. I feel like most people can do this, by the way. Um, I feel like I can't take care of the kids and do anything else. I don't know why. It's legitimately a problem. I am the least productive person on the face of the planet when I'm taking care of the kids. What are you doing when you're taking care of the kids? I don't it's never inside. I don't remember. I legitimately don't remember. I I cannot tell you what I did with the kids today, but I took care of them all day. Mm. And I got I got close to nothing done. And I don't mean that like, you know, just like a a whatever kind of thing. Like, you know, oh, I didn't get anything done today. I didn't do anything. I think I took care of them. I made sure they were fed. I made sure they slept. I just, it was just, and this has been going on for three days. Because what did you do while they slept? Was I? What did you do while they slept? Uh, so when, that's the thing, is that I maybe had 20 minutes today where they were both down at the same time. Yesterday, the same thing happened, and Melissa sent me to Costco during the time that both of them were down. I just, I don't, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm doing something wrong. Don't, wouldn't you imagine? I mean, yeah. I don't know what to do right. Like you can't you you you're not even like cleaning or anything while you're watching them. Nope. No, I actually am more productive when I'm watching them than when they're asleep for some reason. I think that maybe when they go to sleep when they went to sleep the first day this week, I think I took like 20 minutes to sit down on the couch. Because, like, the other thing that's working against me is the fact that I've been working out. What's that? What? Nothing. Oh, that uh, I've been working out like a fiend, and I'm just constantly tired from working out. I feel like working out and are you not sleeping? Whenever I work out. I sleep like a rock. I'm I'm working out so hard. More energy and I'm more productive during the day. Oh geez, no, thank you. Really? Yeah, I I felt like Jello all day. I, this was my first morning ride. Mm. Ugh, no, thank you. I'll tell Melissa to lay off. So it's just one of those things where I I guess I just have to deal. I mean, I got to find ways to be more productive while taking care of the kids. Cause I feel like everybody else does it. I don't know why I can't. I will admit this is the most I've taken care of the kids on my own in a long time, <laughs> maybe ever both with both kids. 
we've insulated ourselves pretty much the entire year. So. Okay. So you got nothing done today. Nothing. It's funny. As, as long as there, nobody's crying and I'm able to get stuff done. Here, um, well, I did find something on um, on Fatherly, um, one of my favorite websites for uh, for father advice. Um, so they made a list of fifteen time management tips for dads, um, and I will say there's a couple of them that really stuck out to me. Um, the the first one that was like. Psh, uh, got to do it is I think that if you talk slower, no, if you, if, if you're, how do I phrase this focused on the right things with regards to what you would want to be doing otherwise, like, so for me, that's work. If my, if my focus is in the right place when I'm trying to do those things, then it's easier. Right now, I'm incredibly distracted with some stuff that's going on at work. And so it's like all I obsess about. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's really taken over all of that time. It's completely sucked the energy out of me and the life out of me. And um, so if I'm, if I'm more focused and I'm using things like text to text to voice or voice to text. And I'm like writing emails from my phone as opposed to sitting down and doing it at the computer. Um, but one of the things that the, that the article uh, said was eliminate distractions. Right. And so I guess I have to go through and look at, you know, a typical day and what am I getting distracted by? You know, am I, cause I'm not constantly playing with the kids. But I'm not, but I'm not ignoring them either. So I need to figure out a way to eliminate the distraction. Um, the last thing in that um, was uh, realizing that everything doesn't need to be perfect, and I'm just going to have a day every once in a while where I just don't get anything done. It's just unfortunate that I did it three times in a row. So, gotta gotta work three on that. Three days in a row, I did this. Yes, I've been taking care of the kids for three days because Melissa's had appointments or this or that, all those kinds of things, which I, I love to support her in that way. So, um, And it's, it's difficult to delegate things to her because I know how busy she is right now. Um, so I don't want to be like, hey, could you do this or could you do that? Like, it's, that's tough. You know, we, we ate two different dinners this week. Um, which never we never eat different dinners, so um, it's just been kind of out of sync a little bit. I'm not used to that. Are you used to that? Yeah, we never eat the same dinner. Yeah, you've you've mentioned that. What did you eat for dinner tonight? Um, I had leftovers from yesterday. What was like? What was yesterday? Uh, Hello Fresh. Oh, nice. How's that going? So you're still doing it? Oh yeah, we love it. That's great. What did you make? Um, chicken sausage and tomato risotto. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it was great. 
are you an expert risotto maker now? Um, I, I, yeah, I learned some things about making risotto. That's pretty awesome. I've never made risotto before. It's a, it's a process. Do you have to constantly stir it, right? Well, you're not, you don't have to constantly stir it. You have to watch it. And then once the, the water that you put in evaporates and you need to throw in a little bit more water and do that for almost 30 minutes. Wow. That's commitment. But turned out, turned out very nice. Had some uh, lemony, uh, zucchini ribbons. Uh-huh. It's good. I had zucchini. I had zoodles last night. Yeah. I did a stuffed chicken breast with spinach and I made a whipped feta mixture with Greek yogurt and, uh, some feta cheese. And, um, I browned my chicken and then I threw it in the oven for 15 minutes and it was delicious with some zoodles and some tomatoes. I like the, the zucchini and in, in like the thick ribbons, almost like fettuccine noodles. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you have like a, a thing for that or do you, or does it come that way? No, you peel them. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I guess you could just peel it. That's mm-hmm. actually a really good idea. You'd have to have a, like a thick peeler though. Yeah, June has like a crazy Asian peeler. Nice. Used for the, <clears throat> for the papaya. Oh, so she takes papaya and does it. This isn't like one of your like little triangle peelers that you use at potatoes. Yeah. Like it looks like a knife and it has, would you like me to show you? No, it's okay. I, I understand the concept. I, I've never had papaya that way though. That's. Well, that's just to get the, to, to get the skin off. And then she has a different peeler that peels it almost into like, you know, noodles. Like, you know, it's funny. There's actually something called a Thai tools, kitchen peel, papaya, vegetable, and fruit diamond scraper shredder handhold easy. That's so interesting. I never thought about, about peeling in different ways. So I could do that with my zucchini. I could do that with my cucumber. I could do that with carrots. Mm-hmm. I could do that yeah, with all sorts so, of things. Yeah, I just searched Thai tools papaya peeling. So if you see in the ads section over there with the pictures, yeah, the first one is the one that she uses to actually get the papaya part that she's going to eat. Got the it. With the orange handle, mm-hmm. that's the one to peel the skin off, and that's what I use to make the zucchini ribbons. Got it, got it. That's cool. Thanks for teaching us something tonight, Eric. Cool. Did you know that you can't eat papaya skin? You can't. Yeah, I, I didn't think that you could. It's poisonous. I'm sh- I'm sure you wouldn't kill you, right? If you ate all of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, everything in moderation, right? I don't think. I've really been into grapes lately. I have these grapes that taste like cotton candy. Have you had them? No, you told me about that last week, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't eat grapes. They're, they're big, they're juicy, they're firm. I like a firm grape. Oh, oh, I think you texted this to me because you, you, you told me to, in your check in, you told me to eat some grapes. And I didn't have the heart to tell you that I don't eat any fruit. You don't eat fruit at all. We've been over this. No, 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 no. We've never, you've never stated explicitly that you don't eat fruit. <laughs> I don't eat grapes. I don't eat oranges. Apples? I'll eat an apple. I've been snacking on apples this week for the first time in a very long time. You know what's great then? What? Peanut butter and apples. That's what I've been eating. That's fantastic. Organic peanut butter and apples. That's great. And how do you feel? I feel good. Are you are you feeling motivated? 
Um, almost. What yeah, do you think? I haven't quite gotten on the bike yet, so. Yeah, well, that that's going to take time. But I haven't had uh, I haven't had any cookies. I haven't had any candy this week. That's great. Um. So Bo's birthday's tomorrow, so it's going to be tough. You know, I I um. Oh well, happy birthday to Bo. Oh sure, I'll be I'll be sure to tell him that you wish him a happy birthday on his birthday. You should, you should shout out his Venmo account, and then everybody can Venmo him some money at the bearded DJ. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, I learned something about you were talking about how, um, about working out and getting on the bike. And it's funny, I started thinking about things a little bit differently this week as I as I start to drop weight and you know get into like exercise mode. Um it's it's really interesting. I'm running away from a number in my head. And I've never done that before. I've always run towards something and I always end up failing. But um I think that when you're scared about something and you're running away from it, it's a lot more powerful. And so my number was 230. I'm running away from, you know, 230 pounds. And in my mind every day, I've made two mistakes in the last five weeks. I drank soda once and I had some candy once. And and I think that by running away from the number 230, it's a lot more powerful because I'm not sitting there going, oh, I have a goal weight, you know, because mm-hmm. you're, if you're running towards something, and you you slip a little and you and and you know you gain a pound back or something like that it's very demotivating mm-hmm. but if you're constantly running away from a number um it's a lot different i actually told my couldn't um, you get to like um like if you're running away from something you're like oh i think i think i'm ahead of it enough i can uh you you could feel that way yeah i could i could see that um it's like you're running away from Michael Myers or something, and he's just walking at a steady pace. Yeah, no, but it's it, it's. I don't know. I just I feel so much better about never going towards that number again, mm-hmm. as to the best of my ability. You know, this morning was really really difficult. Um. I, I did a morning ride for the first time, like I said, and it was just, I, I knew it was going to make me feel like garbage for the rest of the day because I just hate doing that. But I guess it's really bad for your adrenaline. They don't understand that at all. What? How it can make you feel bad the rest of the day. I just, I don't know. I like I just, that's opposite of like biology. I hate working out. So, I mean, it's, it's not in your head. Well, I'm just letting you know how I felt afterwards. I took a hot shower. I felt like I was going to like pass out afterwards. Oh my god! I feel after I work out, I feel like I can do anything. No, yeah, it was just a really rough day as a result. But I did, you know, it was interesting. I I have I have been biking, and so I did burn like 250 calories in a 20 minute ride. I felt like that was pretty good. That was like a the the most amount of calories in the least amount of time that I did it, and I feel like I could theoretically hop on the bike again tonight and do another 250 calories. Like I, I, I feel that motivated. My sister tells me though, that, um, it's bad for your adrenal glands to, to work out at night. I don't know if you knew that. Well, yeah, it's the same reason why I like working on the morning is I'm 
Like I, I can't go to sleep after I do a workout. I fall right asleep. Yeah, I'm like, I could just, I could just like pass out on the floor over there. Something's wrong with you. Well, clearly, that's why I'm trying to get right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my issue. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I need to I need to get get right. Hmm. I appreciate you checking in with me, though. Honestly, um, that was really mo- I don't think it probably doesn't mean anything to you, but um, no. I just you checking in was like another motivation. It was, it was like, Oh, somebody else is doing this too. And it's like, um, I don't know. It, it just, it really kicked me in the pants again. And yeah, well, I mean, if, if you're anything like I am, um, if I start to catch up with you, then that's going to make you angry and then you're going to go even harder, Mm -hmm. but I've got a long way to go to catch up with you. Well, I, I mean, we're all on our own journey. It's it's like golf. You're you know, you're you're looking for the lowest score, not for anybody else, but for for yourself. So, um, let me ask you a question. Uh, does um, this is a you know totally different topic? Um, does does Bo know like knock knock jokes? Like if you were like Bo, knock knock, would he be like, "Who's there"? Um, I don't know. You want me to go wake him up and see? Yeah, yeah. Could you do that for us, real quick? <laughs> oh. oh, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Oh, it's okay. It, yeah, I guess that would be something that maybe they do at school, but I don't know. He hasn't brought any jokes to me. Yeah, I need to get, I need to get Mateo in school. I'm, I'm really wondering. I'm really getting concerned about his social skills. But I, you know, I did read uh, this week that virtual playdates are like the the new thing. I just don't understand how virtual playdate work work for a two and a three year old. How can they? I mean, they get it. They're they they know they they FaceTime enough with my parents and my sister and my grandparents, and then they see them in person and they get it. Um, I don't know. I. They see other kids on the FaceTime. They know that that is another child. So, mm-hmm. and it's it's low risk too. I mean, you don't have to worry about COVID or anything like that. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Just like, oh, very funny. <laughs> you're you're a, a a ball of jokes tonight. Um, Bo has he uh, he got a lot better at uh, at doing the FaceTime thing though. Like with a phone, if I call. And June gives him the phone. Oh, with you? Like holding it and looking at it, right? Yeah. Almost. Almost. But he's getting better. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's going to be four years old. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to him. Oh, do you want to see what I got him? Sure. Oh, nice. The thing right over. Thank you, asked. That was really a dick move. And also, shouldn't this be in a box? Eric like is showing us a box with a label over the picture of the picture of the guitar. Well, it's a it's a Lug guitar, like a three string little guitar that kids can learn on. Is it app connected? Yes, it is. Wow, look at that! They Amazon didn't put it in a in a, a box. It's just in its packaging, and there's big pictures of the guitar on it, so it shows up at my house. 
on the doorstep. <laughs> and Bo, did Bo see it? He didn't see it, thank God. He was outside today, but they didn't go to the front door. So he didn't see it, but come on, guys. Yeah, that's not cool. And then they put the label right over the picture of the effing guitar. So I'm sure this doesn't come off easy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and it's like, it's all dirty and shit. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Well, hopefully this... I'm not going to let him use this unless I'm around. Because he's broken every other guitar that we've given him. Oh. And I want him to actually try and use this one. So I'm going to download the app on my old iPad for him. And that'll be the first iPad app that he uses. Dustin. That's kind of cool. I was in Costco the other day and I was allured to a a Batman figurine and a Batcar. I just, almost bought it. It's like an action figure? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. What first? It was like it was like this it was like as big as my head though. It was even bigger probably. Batman figure itself? Yeah, like an action figure and a and a Batmobile. That was probably the size of like a pe- you know, bigger than a piece of paper. From one of the movies? I don't know. Is Bo into Batman? Uh no. Not Has he ever seen a Batman? Mm, maybe in the Lego movie, but he has he didn't really show interest in the Lego movie at all. Yeah, that's kind of a an abstract again. Fast paced for him. Yeah, a little abstract. I mean, they're just they talk really fast in that movie. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't really shown him many superhero movies. I think he, out of all of me, probably knows Spider Man the best. Anywhere Spider Man diapers to go to sleep. I don't know if I, Mateo's ever seen Spider Man, anything Spider Man. Maybe he has. Maybe he has a Spider-Man shirt or something like that. There's some he wants to wear his Batman shirt every day now. Um, I can't get the stupid thing off of him. Just have him hold his hands up. Um, you know, one thing um, that dawned on me this week in our pursuit of accountability was uh, the fact that I think that um, one of the most beneficial parts of this podcast, at least to me personally, is that I have the ability to have like a third person, like outside of Melissa and I, to talk about things. Mm. And um, I realized in, in that thought process that you and I often talk about our wives as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's a thought process out there that being able to, to talk about, you know, marital disputes is, uh, is a healthy part of a long-term marriage. Talk about them with someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I appreciate your friendship. Okay. Just letting you know. I know. 
What else is going on in your life? I don't know, Dustin. Nothing really. Nothing? No. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I don't know. Well, we're in a shutdown. Almost. Kind of. Well, Cuyahoga County is shut down. It's a kind of shutdown. Yeah, it's it's not even an order. It's just an advisement. Well, I mean, it's kind of an in-between. There's no enforceability of what they did. That's true. That's 100% Um, true. That's not... Let's see what uh, Man- Mandy said something. I think it's Mandy's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mandy. I don't know. I don't think she's still listening, but. Happy birthday to Mandy. <clears throat> Mandy, uh, Mandy, drop us your Venmo. She, she sent us a screenshot and said she, uh, since my kids don't know my passcode, I taught them very early how to get to emergency and what to do. So I, I saw must- that. So that's something that we talked about last time. Did we talk about that? We we brought it up. We just weren't sure. Like I, I mean, I didn't. Oh, you mean bringing up the nine one one? Yeah, definitely. I, so there's that little emergency button. Yeah, I um, I gotta I gotta teach you. Don't have any notifications. <laughs> Seems no, um, Eric, we uh, we really didn't get an opportunity in October to talk about um something that's a pretty you know common thing in uh, these days, and that is um. That it was, I think we missed this. It was uh, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and uh, miscarriages actually happen in in twenty five percent of uh, pregnancies. Yeah, like fifteen to twenty five percent. So, um, if anyone's listening and that's affected them, I feel like um, a tip of the hat and uh, recognizing that uh that appreciation uh and awareness from last month that we did not do um one of our uh, patrons commented before he came on about that <clears throat> not gonna say his name today but, yes just now like uh, oh. uh on the in the patron group when i say i'm going live and it says watch live um and I just brought this up out of nowhere? Yes. He said, any advice trying again after a miscarriage? Wow. I did not see that. That's coincidental. That makes me feel really weird. Um, I mean, we, we've both never been through that, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean every situation is different. I've heard, like, um, you know, you can, depending on this, the circumstances, you can start trying right, right away, you know, the, the next month. Um, well, I mean, there, we there, haven't there, talked about it because we haven't experienced it or because it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. I think just because we haven't experienced it. I mean, it's also uncomfortable, but uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know anybody dying to get on here to talk about it. That's no, but there are people that have people. experienced it and um, and that have that are open to talking about it. Yeah. And it's not like we can use the excuse of it being um, too heavy because of all the other crap we talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know, did we mention that that um, when Chrissy Teigen 
had had her whole. Um, yeah, I mean, she was pretty public about her miscarriage. Yeah, um, I just wanted to read something else that he he wrote in this comment. Oh, okay. So it was uh, th- they had one. This was not too long ago. Um, a miscarriage, and he said everything seems so much harder and more critical this time. And that's something I I think. Well, because I don't know, you guys were never, were you guys really ever like trying, trying to have? No, okay. <laughs> uh, neither. <laughs> Which, that's, um, yeah. that's something that we were doing, you know, before Bo. And whenever there was that pressure or like, that seemed to stress me out and, and made things very difficult. Did you freeze up or did I? Eric, hello. Can anyone? Comment if I'm still on and Eric is frozen. I see the timer going. Am I frozen? Okay, so I'm on and Eric is not. Is anybody seeing Eric as frozen? Okay, Eric is frozen and Eric is gone and it's just me. This is my show right now. I can say anything I want. This is amazing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad with your favorite host, Dustin Lopez, uh, how are you today, Dustin? Dustin, I am well. How are you? Well, I'm I'm hanging in there, you know, just being busy. And I wish I knew who Facebook user was. Eric. Eric. He's going to have a whole lot of editing to do on this one. I wish I could let somebody in. Man. Well, I guess I'll just have to comment to all of the people in here. So. so. Yeah. So actually, I, I do have something to talk about while we wait for Eric um, when he hops back on here. Um We'll get back to uh, our our discussion there, um, but uh, you know Mateo is two, um, and Solomon is uh, eight months. Um, and I there was an article that uh, I was reading this week, and it was titled "The Only Nine Month Milestone That Matters." And I think that they have this for like three, six, nine, twelve, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but because there aren't any specific seven and eight month milestones, um, you know, in the development of a baby, it's kind of um, the the pace at which they're developing and stuff like that. It's not really um, a whole lot happening there. But at nine nine months, um, you you start to see a kind of a a bigger progression, and uh, as you get closer to one year, um, so. Uh, nine-month milestone that this article was talking about um, are are things like crawling, saying first words, eating new solid foods, and cruising. And I think that um, on my second versus my first, I really have a bigger focus on crawling um, because uh, Mateo didn't crawl. And Solomon still isn't crawling. As he approaches nine months, I'm starting to kind of get a little concerned. He wheels around in this walker like it's his job. He's you know runs down the hallway and runs back. So I'm kind of thinking that maybe he's going to be uh, very similar to Mateo. Um, how's life? Life is good. Can can you hear me? 
Facebook user. I'll wait for your comment. We'll see what happens. Oh, okay, wonderful. Facebook user can can hear me. Hey, you're gonna hop. Are you gonna hop back on? Oh, okay. I'll I'll just talk until you get back. Yeah. People people can hear me. Okay, bye. Eric will join us in a little bit. Anyway, um, so um, because I've had this experience in the past, I I'm kind of worried, and I'm I'm you know again I feel a lot of things, uh, feeling a bunch of stuff. Um, but the one that I'm most excited about is those first words. He's starting to get to the point where he's babbling, you know, very excitedly, and. Um, I probably could do better on on you know new solid foods and stuff like that. We we do pretty well you know feeding a, a myriad of different foods anyway. Uh, by the way, side note: Whole Foods. If you live near a Whole Foods, um, Whole Foods sells baby food now in the packets. And uh, what's nice about it is that it's not some sort of like four months or six months or nine months or number two, three or four. Um, it's all uh, consumable by any age child you know that's on solids. Uh, obviously. Um, so there's no limits on it or anything like that. So we do do a, a, a lot of different kinds of foods. Um, but I'm so excited for these first words to come out. Um, and uh, again, I'm going to reiterate the fact that I, I have a, a wholehearted belief that because we read to our kids every single night, like every single night, there is not a night that goes by, you know, sometimes it's a little rushed, but generally speaking nowadays, it's it's still, you know, couple books sometimes, uh, maybe even with Mateo, three books or four books, um, and just pointing to things and saying what they are. And um, I love the Jimmy Fallon books, Mama and Dada. Um, you know, just being able to read and read and read and read, I feel like those first words come so much faster, um, and they and they are able to pronounce words. Last uh, night, um, Mateo does this thing where I skipped a few pages. I was trying to rush through because I hadn't gotten anything done that day. And um, I skipped a few pages and he goes, wait a second, daddy. And I was like, wait, where did you learn this phrase? Wait a second. Um, and then he turns it back and he goes, what's this? And you just could tell that he was engaged in reading. He was learning words. He always is pointing to things and saying, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? And that could be his personality, no doubt. Um, but I think that Overall, the uh, the idea that I'm reading to both kids is going to progress them so much faster in speech and all that kind of stuff. Eric's back with us. Welcome back, Eric. Hey. How's it going? Good. Can we get back to the depressing stuff? Yes, definitely. Let's talk about miscarriage. Anyways, I was just I was just saying that um, <laughs> there there could be like a ton of pressure and stress and that just makes the whole process that much harder when you're trying to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, so you just kind of have to trust that, that everything's going to work out and and do what you can. Um, yeah. And don't just don't turn it into a job. I feel like that's a, that's a, maybe it's just my own idea of pop culture, but I feel like that happens far too often. Mm Mm-hmm where it becomes a job, especially for people that are going through, through, uh, certain procedures like IVF and yeah. And uh, it just makes it that much harder. Yep. But at the same time, 
what's going to happen is going to happen. And so your mindset is often a lot, you know, a lot of the issue. I've never gone through this, so I can't speak from it from that perspective, but I would imagine that despite whatever kind of pressure, you know, talking that through with a professional, talking that through with your spouse, talking about it with your friends, I mean, that's what's going to help that side of things. It's, um, it's got to be mindset, man. I, I, I don't have my computer plugged in, of course, so I can't do the sound bite. Um, but here's a tip. Get, um, get one of those apps. Uh, I recommend the OVIA, O-V-I-A, that, that tracks everything. Uh-huh. Have it on your phone. Have it on her phone. One login so you both know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, hey, I'm, it's, it's time to do this now. It's, you both know what's happening. You can check your app on the, your own, and then there can still be that, you know, that little bit of like, okay, I'm going to do this or whatever. You can, you can surprise them while still knowing that it's time to actually try. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess I've always had this question in the back of my mind. And again, this may sound insensitive, so everybody can forgive me for my ignorance, but I feel like the, when you're not trying it, it happens. And when you are trying, it doesn't like so many times I hear from friends that are like, Oh, I'm trying. And then I hear from friends that are like pregnant. And I was like, are you trying? Were you trying? And they're like, no, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but there has to be something to that. You know, it, whether it's a physiological or, or, or psychological, it, it has to be something behind that. Um, just like, <clears throat> I would imagine, you know, if we talk to a, a few people about this, that a lot of people would have success when they are in the right mindset mm-hmm. and when it's romantic and when yeah, it's just, just be relaxed. Don't turn yeah. into a job. Right. And it, it is important, especially if you know, you're concerned about uh, some kind of window or something to actually keep track of what's going on. I mean, we use the apps for all three babies. So then once we started using the app, it worked right away. I like the I like your idea, Eric, of being like on the same page with your partner mm. um, through the use of an app without having to have two different sign-ins or anything like that, or have to commute. You just know, like, mm-hmm. and I think that I've talked about that with like bottle feeding and and poops and peas and stuff like that for a newborn. Um, just or, having levels of communication. You know, the, I mean, there there is other aspect. Well, you could you could have the app yourself and ask her questions that you need to ask to get the information to fill on the app. So then she doesn't know when it's coming also. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I like anything that does that. Like better communication, more communication. I just give good advice. You gave amazing advice and I'm surprised that you used an app like that was, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. We, I mean, we use apps every time. That's amazing. And it to and before Bo, it, it was not working, and then we started using the app, and right away, hmm. well, getting some kind of feedback here. Um, you ready for a book? Am I already ready for that? It's forty. So we're probably about forty minutes in. Well, we did lose you for a little bit. Yeah, but you kept talking. 
For a little bit. Can I ask you some questions? What do you want to ask me? Um, I'm wondering if any of your friends are stepfathers or stepmothers. Are you thinking? I'm thinking, yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. I don't know if like there was a sound bite for like Jeopardy or something like that. No. I'm trying to, I'm, I can picture something like on Facebook with posts or something. I can't figure out. No, not really. No. I have a um I have somebody that I'm close with that started dating somebody with kids. And um I feel like it's an interesting perspective that we really have never considered being, you know, married. You know, we're I we're pretty like stereotypical when it comes to like being married. You know, we're in a straight monogamous relationship with multiple kids and we're both white males, like middle-aged. Yeah. Um, I feel like I this think... is just a, a, something that I never really thought about. Anyway. Um, one other thing, just going back to the topic from well before. Um, do you ever, when you're, when you're watching the kids, do you have like any hacks for me that like you do other than just ignore the kids? Uh, no. You're a wealth of information today. Sorry. I mean, I just, I just gave some really good advice. So I'm, I'm it's like all tapped out. You're Costanza-ing it. You're, you're lucky I'm still awake. Just a Costanza. You just, I'm out. I'm out. See you later. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to do a book then. I have a veal. Um, I, no, I mean, the, the TV is a hack. The, <laughs> giving them a cheese stick to get them to stop crying is a hack. I like the cheese There's stick. Nothing. I mean, cheese stick is, always works. And then, then the then bowl can't poop. So I try to get him not to eat so much cheese by telling him it's going to hurt again. Oh. Which it has, again, since that last time. Okay. This kid loves cheese. Okay. You ready? For what? For yeah, I don't, I don't have the, uh, the, the sound thing. I already told you. So if you want to do it live. Oh, okay. Let me Let me muster this one up. That's not it. What is it? Doobie 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 doobie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me, uh, I'll, I'll get it again. Hold on one second. It's too fast. Doobie 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 trying to catch lightning in a bottle here. We can't okay. do it. Okay, well, well, we'll just try. And looks. Okay, everybody. Well, it's time. It's time for what, Eric? I already said. No, I know that. But what do you think would be what I'm going to run up against challenge-wise over the coming weeks? It's Mateo just turned two. We're going to try something big. And our book has to do with this topic. Are you trying to get him into a bed? I'm trying to get him into a toilet. 
And our book today is called Where's the Poop? It's a hardcover book. It was published March 1st, 2004 by Julie Marcus, M-A-R-K-E-S. She's the author. Susan Hartung is the author as well. It's got 1,500 ratings on Amazon. It's $9.89 in hardcover. This engaging and sweet, funny, lift-the-flap book shows children all the creatures, all that all creatures have a place to poop. Tigers in the jungle, kangaroos in the outback, and monkeys in the rainforest. With the aid of this playful book, your child will see that he or she has a place to poop too. While reinforcing the concept of toilet training, where's the poop gives children the confidence they need. And you can also buy I Can't, I Won't, No Way, and hurt It Hurts When I Poop. Um, and uh, those are all written by different people, I guess, but, and that wasn't really helpful, but there it's on the bottom there as a thing on Amazon. So, um, we're going to try to potty train starting next week. Wish me luck. When did where's, where's the poop come out? Oh, she did. No. When did where's the poop come out? When? Wait, did That's you say when, when did where's the poop come out? Oh, when did where's the poop come out? Um, where's the, Where's the no? It just says where's the poop. Yes. Yeah, it's um, March first, two thousand four, is when it came out. Okay. And it's Julie Marcus. Yeah, and I found her. I was just wondering if she was still alive. And I will say that uh, Julie here um, would not be the type of um, the type of author that I would suspect talking about poop, because generally speaking, when I think about um, a book that maybe this shows my gender bias. Um, I would really have thought some guy with a beard would probably have written a book called where's the poop. Um, I'd love to write a book about poop. You would be really good about it. Actually. I, I really think that that could be our, our next, our next endeavor. I might have some recently found free time soon. Um, speaking of, uh, children's author, uh, a friend of the podcast who we actually had on our other podcast when we were still doing it, Pete. Uh, is it Hansberger or Honesberger? I think it's Hansberger. Um, he uh, he and his wife just had a baby girl this week. Yeah, congratulations to Pete. Congratulations to Pete. On that, if you are in a wedding coming up, go get Wedding Toasts One Hundred and One, a book about giving a toast. Yes. Um, well, Eric, uh, any, any last thoughts for today's podcast? Um, no, I'm going to, I'm going to record something about Patreon and put it up front. So, okay. And, um, any, any tips as I, as I endeavor in this world of potty training? Um, do it, do it with them. Do it with them. I always, I always go to the bathroom with them. Put the no. Put the little toilet in the in the bathroom, and you, yeah, I did that. You sit on the toilet and poop, and ask him if he wants to poop with you. I do that all the time. Well, there you go. So, he actually, I, I caught him in his. He he was watching some TV in the family room, and he ran into his playroom, which is our guest guest bedroom. Mm. And um, I was like, Mateo, where are you? And I walk over, and he's got his hand on the wall, like like this, and he's like. <laughs> and I'm like, are you pooping? And he goes, Yeah, you just gotta watch watch for the cues and then run them, 
run them to the bathroom, but make it fun. Don't make it a, oh my God, you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's got to be got to be fun. Like June would always yell at him for doing it. Like you can't do that. It's got to be fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, Bo, uh, <laughs> Bo, Bo wiped his own butt this week. It's pretty great. That's amazing. That how long did that take to go from potty training to that? Um, a while. I mean, I still don't. I still want to see the the poop before I make a call on whether he can wipe his own butt. Because if it's if it's solid, you know, it barely requires a wipe at all, which he can handle. Yeah. But if it's not, well, I mean, he's he's never going to not have solid poops. <laughs> he's never going to not have. Right. His poops will always be solid. Oh, because of his lactose intolerance? Because of all the cheese. Yeah. So. Don't oh, God, have... I don't eat that much cheese. Anyway, because he, he called me, he's like, hey, can you... Can you wipe my butt? And the other day he had said he did it himself. So I was like, well, I thought I thought you can do it yourself. He's like, I can. And then he did it and I watched him and he, he did a good job. So that's that was great. I, I wipe my own ass. <laughs> that, I just saw a DVD in the other room as we were cleaning uh, for that movie. It's on Netflix. That's hilarious. Great movie. That might be one... Uh, Oh, might be my top three, my third favorite Adam Sandler movie. Mm, yeah, it's up there. I don't know about top three. I thought this last one he did was real well. The Halloween one? No, the the jeweler. Oh well, I I mean like that's I I wouldn't really consider that an Adam Sandler movie. That's Adam Sandler starring in it because he didn't he didn't write it and. Do all that stuff. I'm talking like comedies. Well, he's more. He's like more of a. He's more than just a comedian, Eric. That's no, I know, but that that movie was really good. But I wouldn't say it was. You know, my favorite. Let's let's tweet at Adam Sandler and tell him what you said, and then see if he agrees. Okay. Well, I think that just about does it for us here at New Dad, Newer Dad. Um, I uh, look forward to updating everybody on potty training next time. And uh, we may have a special guest um, on one of our upcoming episodes as well. Or a special uh, episode. What's that? I said or a special episode. Or a special episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we look forward to updating everybody on that. But you know what they say. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye-bye. Bye.